You want to get high, man? Let's stimulate your mind. Get up, Chucky! What have we got here? Fucking comedian. <laughs> Rojan Kim. Hello, and welcome to the Rojan Kim cast. It's me, Rojan Kim. Thank you for joining me this lovely Monday, April 27th, 2020. Um, well, it's a week after Hitler's birthday. <laughs> I've had a lot of time to think, and maybe I should apologize for singing Hitler Happy Birthday. That may have been insensitive. I have lost some listeners. Uh, and it may have been from the singing of Happy Birthday to Hitler. I mean, it could have been the other two podcasts I did. If God knows, I don't know what I was ranting and raving about. Who knows any given time? Honestly, I don't know. Well, I do know today I, do, I wanted to talk about Kim Jong-un. Kim, Kim Jong-un, North Korea, my family. Um, I mean, my brethren, the northern brethren of mine. Um, I don't really... Uh, it's hard for me to identify. I barely identify as Korean. You know what I mean? I, I can identify as, as one because my family is Korean. However, I think because I'm a child of neglect, um, I barely have like a self-identity. You know what I mean? <laughs> I barely have an identity. I think a lot of your identity comes from childhood. I mean, I'm not breaking any ground here, right? I'm not like fucking, you know whoa revolutionary your childhood shapes a lot yeah and i think including your sense of self self self-esteem self-worth like you know just your idea of who you are in relation to your parents because i think that's how you first learn to distinguish yourself as an individual it's in contrast to the main people in your life who are usually mommy and daddy right and mommy and daddy, however crazy they are, put their craziness in you and their industriousness and this and that. Put, they put that in you. But then there's another part of you that is innate or who knows? I mean, who knows where it comes from? Maybe it comes from outside the family. Maybe it comes from TV. Maybe there's something inside of you and me that just will propel us toward certain things. And if the, if the circumstances allow for it, like, for instance, if you are going to be a super athlete and all the – you know, the path is there for you, you're going to excel in it. But if the path isn't there for you, maybe, you know, people are forcing you to be a doctor or something, you know, maybe it's not going to work. Maybe it's not going to I mean, I don't know. I don't know about this stuff. I know who does know is the North Koreans because they try to social engineer <laughs> everything just like the, the commies do. And uh, I don't know how that's turned out for them. It doesn't seem like they have the best uh, scientists. and the be- Well, I don't actually, honestly, I don't know. Let's just be real. I don't know what I don't know anything about North Korea. I mean, I know what comes out. And I know that it's not the not fun, not fun for a lot, but probably fun for the few, the elites. They must be having real fun. Okay, imagine everybody. Imagine you lived. Okay, instead of America, imagine you got to have all the stuff you have right now. Okay, internet, the TV, the fucking all of it, except nobody else does. Only you do. I mean. There's something cool about. That. <laughs> I mean, there's a, the cool thing is that you're doing better than everybody else. So I think you there's that built-in sense of like, yeah. I guess the bad thing is that everybody is suffering at your. Uh, I mean, you're getting a lot of cool shit at their expense, and everybody's suffering for you. But I don't know. I guess as an elite, I don't know if I would actually think that way. I would probably just be like, this is the natural order of things. Does the wolf? 
second guess eating the lamb huh lamb all right um here i am north korean south korean neither american korean neither or both perhaps more american than you america for being the product of one of your wars huh uh by that Logic, of course, the Vietnamese and the Iraqis and the Afghanis. They're all our brethren. Brethren. And, of course, the Chinese. Uh, Boxer Rebellion. Put them down. Uh, yeah, a lot of fighting the Chinese in the Korean War. You know what I'm saying? So, there's a little bit, so the Chinese are our brethren, too. Hell, you know what? The United States the Japs. Japs are our brethren. Fucking everybody. You know what? America's fought everyone. America's fought everyone. So everybody is our brother. You see? That's what makes this country so great. We've taken on the world... But not like in the German way. The German way is very off-putting. You know what I mean? Where you just it's, yeah, you openly talk about Lebensraum, you know, living room, and you openly talk about, you know, yeah, Manifest Destiny. But that was a different time. Manifest Destiny, you could kill all the Indians. That's fine. But this, this is different. This is different. This is a war of, um, it's honestly, it's like a war of economics in the cloak of ideology, which is what we've been doing. It's a form of cultural imperialism, right? So we don't really try to like take over full on lands. We just try to take over the governments to try to manipulate who rules things. Regime change. So, which brings us back to North Korea, a country I know very little about, despite the fact that I have family who's been kidnapped, <laughs> who's probably living there, being tortured right this moment. I don't know. I honestly don't know. I don't know if. Uh, I know that my uh, grandpa's sister's husband was kidnapped. Um, and his family or him, he was a uh, newspaper guy. But that I can't, I don't know. I mean, I don't imagine <sighs> the guy was murdered. I don't know. I mean, honestly, who knows, right? Um, I would wager that I have other family that's up there too because my family uh half of them came from seoul i mean i think both came from seoul my mom's side too that's pretty much right next to the dmz is you know that probably means i had family in that general area i had some family from the south but i think mostly from that sort of middle area and uh that middle area was divided guys they divided the shit out of it they took people each side took people and i'm pretty sure i i know of one relative for sure that tells me i've probably have a few more 10 i could wager 10 i mean how many died because the war probably hundreds hundreds of relatives probably died um well that's a good trip down memory lane <laughs> that's a nice trip down my family history they're dead and kidnapped by the north um i don't know i mean i joke about it having family kidnapped up there but i probably do i mean but i have no idea i mean in a way korea is tiny korea is the size of delaware all right I mean, Kim's, uh, how many Kim's, goddamn Kim Jong-un, he could be family. For all I know, I'm related to the guy. I don't know. We probably are. We're probably such a tiny little inbred, little incestuous little peninsula. They're probably fucking share. We all share the same DNA to some extent, just like Iceland. You know, we probably have to put out some kind of, mm, well, actually, come to think of it, Iceland is more isolated. And I think because of the Chinese and the Japanese and even the Dutch and the fucking U.S., everybody's coming through Korea. So there's a lot of fucking, there's a lot of fucking going on. You know, there's a lot of genetic diversity, even though very racist, very racist culture, <laughs> very, very racist. Um, but 
old world racism. You know, it's not new world racism. I don't know. Somehow old world racism is okay because the old world, I think, is so harsh. And they're just like, this is just, look, at least we're not murdering them. At least we're not murdering. <laughs> Here in America, we have to be nice. We have to be nice to the uh, oppressed. We have to be nice to them. You know, it's bad enough they're oppressed. You can't, you can't call them names. But over in Asia and Africa and Europe, I feel like it's just like the line is at um, genocide. You know what I mean? Like, is, are we genociding them? No. That's why the, the Chinese with the Uyghurs, they're like, you know, we're not genociding. We're putting them in camps and we're forcing them to eat pork and fucking their wives. <laughs> nothing, nothing as bad as the old Nazis. You know what I'm saying? Nothing as bad as that. And a lot, a lot of times these, um, the uh, so-called rogue nations, right? Axis of evil. North Korea, axis of evil, you know, has been defined as sort of, uh, uh, I don't know, evil, right? An evil dictatorship. They're like millions of people under the fucking thumb of an evil dictator. And now you got Kim Jong-un. He's crazy. He's a crazy evil dictator. But Trump loves him, of course. Of course Trump loves him because they're both crazy evil dictators. Meanwhile, no one's like, hey, you know, did you know the Korean War is still on? Did you know the Korean War is still 60 years, 67 years on going? You guys know that? You guys know you have sanctions crushing North Korea? Like, crushing them like the fucking you know as much as we're saying the dictators crushing them we're actually crushing them by cutting off their food and medicine stuff like that i don't know i mean we're saying yeah the reason they're being crushed is because they have the dictator they just let the dictator grow we'd stop crushing them this is really weird this is a weird thing you know we have sanctions against iran venezuela uh north korea some against Russia. I think Russia's kind of getting through it on their own. But the smaller countries, you know, they just, that's death, man. That's babies dying. That's babies starving. But we're like, yeah, it's because of Kim Jong-un, the crazy. Meanwhile, in North Korea, they'd be like, look, we're being squeezed by the Americans. Who's the crazy guy here? Huh? Who's the crazy guy? Trump or me? Who's the crazy guy? Call him a dotard. And everybody loved him. Everybody loved Kim Jong-un when he dropped the dotard, right? On the Donald. Okay. Now, but, but then, you know. But then when it comes to war, when it comes to war, you know, when it comes to his life, the rumor, the rumor mill, I should have seen it over the weekend. Kim Jong-un's dead. They were like, Kim Jong-un is dead. Hashtag Kim Jong-un dead. Kim Jong-un dead. Kim Jong-un unresponsive. Kim Jong-un unaccounted for. Kim Jong-un, the puns galore. I mean, I, 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 I do them all the time. I did them. I have, come on. I got jokes going way back. Remember my jokes way back? Yeah, I should bust one out again. Kim Jong-un joke video. Yeah. Okay. Anyways, over the weekend, there was news that Kim Jong Un is possibly dead, or brain dead, or maybe in a coma, or maybe he's alive and just chilling. We don't know. We know that the Japanese media was reporting he was dead. No, brain dead, vegetative state. Hong Kong media was reporting that he was dead. South Korean media is not reporting. South Korean media is saying there's nothing to see here, folks. Everything is fine. Now, on one hand, I would think that South Korea would be the best source, right? But on the other hand, I know my people. My people are really good at hiding stuff. Get embarrassed. I, they want to manipulate the reality. They want to look good. My people are the type of people they like the Burberry because the Burberry means it's a, it's a sign of status. Everybody recognizes the pattern of the Burberry, and you look at the guy and you're like, "Hey, he's wearing Burberry. He's doing all right." Meanwhile, he goes home. He's got nothing to eat except 
Burberry, right? He's got Burberry. He, can't, he doesn't have no blueberries. He don't have no blackberries. He don't have no strawberries. He's just got Burberry. And he can't eat it. He can't eat it, but he can look good. You know what I'm saying? And that's a sort of trait. It's a trait of the Korean people. Um, it's oft joked about in the geopolitical circles. I remember my Korean politics professor would joke, and except he had the fucking thickest dude had the thickest accent. It was so hard to listen to two hour lectures of this guy just being like, and then in Korea we have to have the one day. And he had a lisp, a big old thick ass, and then you have to hear that we have to do this in Korea, and that was, and you're just like Jesus Christ, you know? I'm trying. I'm I'm like a Korean student there with a Berkeley, and I'm like i don't want people don't make fun of his accent you gotta go again but he's like and then the people within the china and the and i'm just like ah oh, fuck all right but anyways uh <laughs> the joke he said you know he said there's a joke he said um like in china if people disagree oh no that's the wrong joke hold on let me do oh this is the right joke all right so when a chinaman <laughs> This is what he said. So when a chi- when the Chinaman no okay when a Chinese guy gets money, the first thing he'll do is buy food, food first, right? Clothes later, food first, because survival is important. A lot of people in China got a lot of competition for food. Got to eat it. In Korea, uh, a Korean who has a windfall will buy clothes first, right? Then food, clothes because you gotta make sure you look good. Make make sure everybody knows you got it. Very Trumpian in that way. You know what I'm saying? gotta know i got it um the japanese they're rich so they can do both (laughs) and that's the joke that's the joke they tell the other joke that they tell in the international political circles uh, i guess east asian politics circles fucking nerd how nerdy is that huh east asian politics like the nerdiest of the nerds studying their politics and not only that you're not even fucking not even mathematicians or scientists you're political scientists right that's kind of a disappointment uh i guess unless you're a white guy like a weeaboo or something that makes sense or like really steady oh, it's fascinating asian dynamics and the confucianism and the fa- i don't know i'm sorry i don't want to make fun of i'm sure half of my listeners are actually white guys who love asian, <laughs> asian stuff um sorry i know hey we're all one i don't i don't fucking care fuck all the asian women you want i don't care fuck all the white women i can't anymore but i used to for fun it was grand. All right. Isn't America, America, globalism. This is what we're talking about. That's the benefit of America is that you can have sex with every race on the planet and you don't have to go anywhere. I mean, I guess unless you live uh, someplace without a lot of minorities. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, I'm sorry. You could fuck a European. Look, anyways, I got sidetracked. Kim Jong-un, okay? Is he dead? No one knows. Today, there was a news story that said the North Korean media put out uh, letters um, from Kim Jong-un to the South African president and another letter to some work. Yes, what is more convincing when somebody's uh, health is in question than a letter? (laughs) Is that a video? Not a video. Not a picture of him holding today's newspaper smiling thumbs up but a letter a hand no a typed letter <laughs> a typed letter yeah oh god he's dead all right uh, i mean something's up like he didn't show up on the 15th for his granddad's funeral or birthday which is a huge deal kim il-sung 
is the god, is the hero, the founder of North Korea. Fucking wasn't at his birthday. It's a big deal. That's when all this shit started. It's 12 days since then. Uh, is <laughs> you might be. You might be Otto Warmbier. Wouldn't that be ironic? Wouldn't that be ironic if Kim Jong Un was Otto Warmbeard? Isn't that crazy? Warm, warm beer. Remember that guy who got ended up in a coma and died? Wouldn't that be ironic? Not really. I mean, I don't know. I don't believe that was on purpose. I believe that that kid got the shit kicked out of him, fell into a coma, and then they fucked it. <laughs> fucked it up. They were like, "Oh no, they didn't mean for any of that to happen." I'm sure. I'm sure they fucking beat the fuck. I'm sure they tortured the shit out of that kid. Oh man, poor Otto Warmbier. He thought he he didn't understand. He was just ripping off a ripping a propaganda poster. Didn't understand what happens. Didn't understand Korean style. Um, and they honestly, I don't know. They probably thought they were going easy on him too, on the big lug, right? They're probably going. Well, you never know. Koreans are they're tiny but tough, so they probably were wailing on him Korean style, and they broke him. They probably broke him. Oof. And that's probably what happened to Kim Jong Un. Uh, I don't know if on the report there's a. Uh, I love that in the Beijing is like the Hong Kong media quoted a Beijing anonymous official saying that the surgeon's hands were so shaky, <laughs> and that's a big part of the memes that are going on. You know, the surgeons. Yeah, ah, oh, that would be God. That'd be a lot of pressure. Can you imagine Kim Jong Un surgeon? But why does he need heart surgery? Why is he so fat? That's what I listen. Koreans growing up are tortured by their parents about being fat. You can't be fat. You can't be even near fat. I used to be fat. Oh, dude, it's a nightmare. It's a nightmare. It's a nightmare. They put all kinds of complexes in you. They fucking ridicule you. I mean, and it's not. It's not just Koreans. I know Chinese do it too. They just go, "You're f- you fat." Just <laughs> the Koreans, I think, are a little more nuanced uh, or a little more playful. I think in China, it's just pretty direct. It's just like you fat. You fat. Um, and that's how privileged Kim Jong-un was. He, nobody nobody was like, you're fat. Look at his sister. His sister supposedly also was leaked. She's the head of propaganda. She's the head minister of propaganda in North Korea. So I don't know. That either means she's incredibly scary and brilliant or incredibly retarded. That's It's one or the other. <laughs> I feel like you can't you be a middle, you can't be a middle of the road kind of, you know, it's like su- succession. You know what I'm saying? Succession. When the daddy was going down and put in all the, the, you know, the girl, the girl was probably smart. But then he was probably like, the girl can't be the head. You know, it can't be the head because everybody's sexist. Everybody in the country, even if I'm not sexist, the country could be. And so, but you can lock down the information. That's going to be a much more valuable role. And she was smart. And she was like, okay, but you look at her. Look at her. Some people are saying she's kind of a looker. I think she's kind of got a little bit of a jaw thing. A little bit of a little jaw. A little bit of pronunciation, underbitey jaw. Hey, who am I to judge? Kim Jong-un, Kim Jong, Kim Jong, I don't care. Oh, fuck. What's her name? Oh, God. I'm going to be killed. The North Koreans are going to kill me because I fucked up the dear lady leader's name. And now they're going to be like, he's not Korean. He's going to die. You're going to die now. Okay, I'm going to look it up. Hold on one second. I'm just looking it up right now. Kim Jong, Kim Jong, Un. Moon's sister. Okay, let's see. What's her name here? Oh, you got, got it. Um, Kim Yo Jung. Oh, Yo Jung. Oh, he has two sisters, Hor Song and Yo Jung. Oh, holy shit. Korean names are crazy, especially North Korean names. North Korean names are bonkers because it's uh, closest cultural contact they have is China 
and beyond that, they're just stuck on their own. So it's like very, very Korean without any Japanese influence or American influence at all. You know, it's very like, I don't know how to describe it. It's like if you just like one of those islands in England that speak the, you know, it's like not anything close to English or Gaelic. It's like its own weirdo language. Not saying North Korea is like that per se, because they speak Korean that we can all understand. They have names like Kim, like me. But I think they have an accent that is very particular. They have words. I think people are like, what the fuck? You know, they have all kinds of things and probably Chinified like slang and things like that. I'm sure it's fascinating. Anyways, Kim Yong, Kim Chong. No, fuck. Kim Yo Chong. Sorry. Sorry, dear sister leader. Don't kill me or torture me or my family or my family in North Korea. Please don't hurt them. Kim Yo Chong might be the next leader of Korea, right? And I, I thought it was. I made. I made. You know, I made the joke that we might have a woman leader before uh, North Korea might have a woman leader before America. Isn't that crazy? And then, but then I saw people running with it. Not not saying because of me. I mean, it's an obvious thing to say. But I saw like people, especially on the left, just running with it and being like, "See, look, look how much more progressive <laughs> North Korea is. Look how much more progress." It's like, oh shit, is that really what you think? Because that's dumb, right? First of all, if you don't think a Korean woman can be a tyrant, you've obviously never dated one. You know what I'm saying? You never <laughs> lived with one or anything. Are you kidding me? Are you kidding me? I fear more for my family. Kim Yo Jung, she, please don't kill any of my family. Please don't kill any, uh, I don't know, Kim's or Park's, mom's side Park's. I don't know if they're, I don't know. I don't know. But please. They're probably not listening. I mean, she might be. She's a propaganda minister. Don't put it past her. She could be listening to every single podcast by a Korean-American out there just to see what it's like, just to see who she can activate because that's the whole thing, right? We could be sleeper cells. The U.S. government knew that. That's why my cousin Basil, he's listening. He can verify this. He sent me a thing. Fuck. I think I just put his life in danger. Never mind. I can't (laughs) I can't tell you what he shared with me, uh, but I can tell you what an anonymous source shared with me, who's not my cousin, Basil, and that I don't think this is a secret. It's not a secret. It's not a secret because it's part of the treaty. Yes, the treaty, the armistice treaty between U.S. and South Korea states that American-born Koreans, so U.S. citizens, American-born Koreans who are the first generation, whose parents are Korean citizens or were Korean citizens, could be drafted if the shit goes down. If the shit goes down, they could be drafted on the US, U.S. side. I think all the way up to the 40-something mark, 45. I think I'm still in the range. I still think I'm in the range. I think it goes up to 45, those sons of bitches. They probably figured, ah, Koreans, are. they look young. They look scrappy. <laughs> can't trust them. Well, I think a part of it is, like, can't trust them. Can't trust them, Asians. Right? You never know. We're sneaky might be more uh maybe our allegiances are closer to the old country you never know the only thing is i have no idea about korea i mean i don't know if the shit went down if there was a war between north korea and america again i don't think i would pick north korea as a side you know i would honestly i'm more of a pacifist like i don't think i would pick a side i don't think i would like i have no glee or pleasure in war the death that would be that would come especially like you know uh i guess because i'm genetically related to these people i should care more that these people are getting murdered as opposed to yemenis or something who are getting murdered right now but in any case i'm only human 
I'm only a homo sapien, you know, tribalism is ingrained into me, so I can only feel for my countrymen, you know, even though they we are all human beings. I don't want war there, right? I don't really want war anywhere. I mean, that's the whole thing. But especially Korea, right? Um, just because of the fact... I mean, if I was fucking Russian, I'd be like, I don't want the Russian war. You know, like, I, if I was anything, I wouldn't want to have anything bad happen to those people. Just because of the nature of my simian brain, okay? I acknowledge that. Uh, it's just weird, though. War. Why would they want war? They don't want war. With what? What? They got nothing. They got nothing. What are they going to do? They're going to fucking die? No. I think their only strategy really is to survive. Like, how do we play this game where we got no chips, they got all the chips, and fucking how do we? How do I eat all the chips? And that is why Kim Jong-un needed heart surgery. It's <laughs> all the chips he ate. Just stop eating those chips and exercise, god damn it. That's probably what his dad told him all the time. I bet his dad all the time was just like, Jonah, are you sick? You know, he was probably like always just yelling at him, telling him he's fat, fatty. Fat fatty. Uh, and the fucking other son was a disappointment, right? The one that got murdered by the fucking nerve agent. Remember the... Remember there was a North Korean girl wearing the LOL shirt? Put some nerve poison on the nerve gas. A little bit of VX. little nerve uh, agent on the... <clears throat> on the guy rubbed it on him. And then next thing you know, then like a couple hours, he's dead. Kim Jong-un's brother. Was that Kim Jong-un? Did Kim Jong-un do that? Some people say, yeah, it was a dynastic thing because remember Kim Jong-un's uncle. Kim Jong-uncle, remember, he was fed to the dogs. huh? Could this be part of it? Could this be a Game of Thronesian thing that just happened when Kim Jong-un is toppled? Perhaps by the faction uh, of his uncle who was like a military guy? Who knows? I don't know. I'm just making shit up. I'm speculating. I just know that... Uh, what a, it's a... It's a I don't know. I just know that in my lifetime, we may see reunification in Korea. Isn't that crazy? Isn't that something? Wouldn't that be something in my lifetime? In my lifetime, wouldn't that be something? I mean, fucking Cold War is over. Can we just do it? Koreans are so stubborn. Anyways, I think um, that's something that I'm looking forward to, to see what pops off. I think it's the last thing South Korea wants, honestly. That's why I think they're not reporting any news. They're not going to report on this shit, you know, because they're like, are you kidding? The economy is fucking in shambles. It's the pandemic? And then what? We're going to open up the borders and all those dirty-ass North Koreans are going to <laughs> South Koreans? They're going to be way more racist against North Koreans than anybody else. If you know Koreans, they know how to judge their own. You know what I mean? And those fucking country-ass bumpkins, those motherfucking northern-ass Fucking backwards ass motherfuckers gonna be running up into the south, taking all the fucking labor jobs. You know what I mean? They're gonna drive down labor. You know, crime's gonna be everywhere. It's gonna be fucking nuts. And they're just godless capital. Like they don't know what capitalism. They don't know anything. They don't know anything. They literally think it's a hundred years ago. So I could see that's why you know they have a vested interest in not letting that happen. Um, though I wonder what Japan and China's stake is in a stable Korea. You know, like both of them kind of need Korea to be on their side geopolitically. But then do either of them is, I, do, I just wonder if either of their plans involve destabilizing Korea so they can swoop in. I don't know. And I'm just speculating on that. I have no idea. All I know is that I'm proud to be an American. Well, at least I can be free. Oh, I'm glad I'm here. Uh, you know, even though it sucks that there was a war, there was a military-industrial complex, 
there was an Asian Exclusion Act that was finally lifted, and all this stuff happened, and all the stuff, the terrible things. But look, I'm here. You're here. We're here. Not a bad place to be. Much rather be here than guarding the DMZ for either side. <laughs> God knows where I'd be right now. You think I could be a comic doing a podcast in North Korea? Yeah, just by having co- podcast equipment, I'd be tortured, right? I think in South Korea, I could do it and everybody would ignore me and I'd just be a social pariah of some kind. You know, I'd just be like a bachelor, unmarried, just lonely, you know, which is not too dissimilar from where I am now. I'm not lonely. I have love in my life. You know what I mean? I'm engaged. I'm not going to die lonely, but, you know, not necessarily like, you know, I could be better off economically. Sure, I could be. <laughs> I could be not in the red six figures of student debt, but whatever. I don't, life is what it is. Hey, hyperinflation's coming. You know what that means? With all the money they're printing, hyperinflation. That means your debt is going to be worthless. Hooray! Okay, so there. I see the bright side in everything. Hakuna matata. It means no worries for the rest of your days. It's our problem fleet. Fuck. Fuck, problem free, problem free. See, and then in North Korea, that's when they would torture me for saying, problem free, free, can you say, you can't say. You know, they'd yell, a lot of yelling. And it would be uh, completely ironic because they can barely say it. They say pre. I was trying to say free. I ended up saying flee, okay? Is it my accent? My thick Asian accent, and that is what I'm working on. That's part of this podcast. Part of this podcast is me working on my English, (laughs) working on my terrible accent so that you understand me. I hope to be understood by the English-speaking world. Um, Not understood, like, you know, not, like, figuratively where they're like, oh, I get you where you're coming from. I mean, literally, can you understand? Do you understand the words that are coming out of my mouth? Don't nobody understand the words that are coming out your mouth. You know, that. Um, okay, great. Um, would I like to wrap up with anything? I don't know. This was a very North Korea-based roundabout way of musing about, is Kim Jong-un dead? Is he? He's kimming me softly. That's what I'll call this episode. Um, you know what? Let's wrap it up here. Thank you guys for listening to the Rojan Kimcast. It's been um, wonderful. Episode 155. I appreciate you listening. I appreciate you passing the word around, telling people to follow me on Twitter, on Instagram, telling people to follow me on Spotify and Stitcher, Google and Apple and YouTube. Follow me everywhere. Get me my numbers before the North Koreans kidnap me and put me in a coma. Ah, right. Have a good one.